Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sister hey, Night Podcast. We're still <laughs> shook. <laughs> well, um, you and I both have the cloud makeup on this week. Yeah, you can't see. Weekend, we have our red Sunday. wig on. We have our red nose on. We have our white face paint. Straight. Boo boo the fool. Boo boo the fucking fool. Wow. <laughs> in the wow. Wow. We were so wow. wrong. In right. Holy sometimes. shit. I mean, we were in the right sometimes, but it felt like we were in the wrong a in, lot of yeah. times. It felt like Linda Loth, this episode was like, oh, your expectations, dashing them straight away. I'm hurt. I, before we jump into it, what would you say is your biggest, oh shit, I was boo-boo-to-fool moment in this episode? I'm going to apologize to you, Candace. <laughs> I thought Keen was a good person because you did. it's obvious to make a senator a bad person. In any show. So right, I thought sure. it'd be a flip on that. And he's actually good. But he's not. He's actually bad. He's I actually was wrong. a piece of shit. I you was were, pissed. You were wrong and I was right. But you know where I was wrong? What, Motherfucking looking glass. <laughs> Little bitch. In looking glass is anything to Sister Night. I just can't support him you anymore. You can't stand white men. This is the problem. Like I, I only had a week of being like, looking glass is my favorite right now. Before they made sure that I looked like a complete jackass. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to say that he wasn't on some small level trying to protect her family because of that awful threat, that evil Keen. Keen is definitely, at the very least, awful. more evil than Looking Glass off the off the top right now. I can agree. But I'm still mad that he that he was a whole ass snitch. Snitches get stitches. I, I guess the blue wall doesn't exist in this fucking universe because <laughs> how, is, how is any cop supposed to be cool with him after you drop a dime on supposedly... A good friend, a partner, yeah, a colleague. Into your cactus microphone. Into an outsider's feds gripped. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even just telling an authority person. It is telling the feds, the person who has come into your precinct, who just last episode, people were like, I wish you would leave, Lori. Yeah, nobody like don't you. like her. Right. She took Judd's office. So you're going to take one of the badass bitches on the street. And as far as everyone knows, Judd's confidant, his, his favorite, and arrest her for conspiracies. And, uh... Well, at least she took some damn pills. That, that, that gave us a little the bit of... The whole container. That gave us life at the end while we were basically like, oh my God, everything's going Candace wrong. Candace walked away at one point. I did. I did. I said I, did. I would quit the show. I also <laughs> said season finale is today because yeah. we were so pissed. We were so and angry. pissed as in very surprised, not... I don't think any of the twists were bad, honestly. They weren't bad. Was it was just was sort wrong. of... It was just... Yeah, no, I mean, good writing in that sense because it is infuriating. It doesn't make the story less interesting. It makes it more interesting. But I'm just angry right now at what's going on. And I felt so good about my Lady Truth theory last week. And now I'm on some really wild Dr. Yeah, Manhattan we'll theory that we'll get into later. We're but both wrong with that. We'll be wrong. I mean, let's just get yeah, comfortable with it now. We're like 99% wrong as of now. Episode <laughs> 5. We only have a little bit more we can hold on to until we're completely wrong. I know. Until we're just all the way fucking wrong. I thought this episode would have been a character study, but it was. It kind of was, more. but so much more. And that's where they got us with the bait and switch because we just assumed, okay, maybe it's going to be a little like how Lady True's episode was yeah, last week. Be boring. Where it was more character study. It, was, it wasn't boring last week, but it was definitely no, not. No, no, I thought it this episode this would have been boring, but it was not. It wasn't eventful in the same way that last episode wasn't in the sense that there was a lot of narrative that was added and yeah the the car dropping was probably the most one of the most exciting things that went down but this episode i feel like there were some massive plot yeah. twists and reveals that are going to change everything and betrayals yeah and this like day keen, countdown could you? keen you fucking bitch I'm so do we good. think we'll i know we're him. jumping we'll way ahead but yeah. i feel like keen's prediction of like i just need angela 
off the streets for a couple of days she's is lining up with wills in a couple of days but i don't think they're lining up from the same angle but things will be converging at the same time Just we've put seen that up there weirder now. things happen so i'm not sure about anything right now which makes sense that should be the energy you have with this fucking show well i guess we should start out with motherfucking looking glass as a church ute in, in uh, new jersey across the the river our new trying jersey to spread pals the good word of the lord at the fair at the fair. Who wants to be witness to at the fair, B? They came there Everyone's to having fun. ride the merry-go-round and have con candy and win toys for Now I want to go to the, the fair. Coney Island's still open right now. Not if you'll get left there naked, though. Yeah, that, totally that'd happen, be the worst. So. I mean, he's a hot mess because I feel like he walks up to some punks or whatever since it's the 80s. And he's like, hey, the pandas. are you ready to hear the truth? <laughs> Handsome a panda pamphlet, which is very cute. I love pandas. They're so cute. Pandas are cute. But it's weird to put on a pamphlet. It is. And this is definitely something that's a strain throughout the episode, this concept of truth. What is the truth? Are you ready to hear it? And when you do... What is it? What happens with it? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? In this moment, Looking Glass could not. I mean, to be fair, they're representing a young person that is, I mean, outside of being religious, like definitely a virgin, definitely Very unsure sheltered. of himself, sheltered, uh, shy, you know, certainly naive. And I mean, I always crack jokes about how guys don't stand a chance if a woman turns on the seduction flow most times and you put a, a kid like that who's on his religious nonsense and definitely never had a girl touch his Johnson, that she took him <laughs> in that house of mirrors and he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. And she was like, are you sure? Cause um, and he was like, hey, Jesus said no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she played him. She didn't even give him two seconds of like, oh no, 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 I really want to do this before she was like, got your clothes. What did she say? So like, mean. She's awful. Do you remember what she said? It was something like rude. Something like she Jesus boy, him, church yeah, boy. Church something. No, fuck you, Bible boy. That's what it was. We were close. And so I don't know why he didn't see that coming, knowing that there's a bunch of vagrants in New Jersey, that they definitely, she wasn't going to be like, could you, I just brought you over here to this house of mirrors so you could deliver to me. You could witness to me the good word privately. <laughs> like, no, she went there to make fun of you. It's the 80s. People still do shit like that. All the bullies. Right. The movies. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the 80s movies where bullies are just extra because apparently they have nothing to do. That's that's what happened there. If she would have stayed in the house five, ten seconds longer, she would have made it. That's what she gets for being mean. Oh, well, Don't that's what you people, call instant guys. karma. Don't bully people. Right? Had she waited in there a little bit longer, she'd have been alive, too. If you too. don't bully someone, you might survive an apocalyptic event. You just might. Or get squished by some squids. <laughs> and so she does ooze a bit of misandry, but it's extra. And, <laughs> and she gets dead five minutes later, not even. And we see Looking Glass walk out naked, very slim. And he's like, oh. Everyone's dead. <laughs> what happened? Where is everybody? What happened? Where is everybody? Like that uh, commercial. And I mean, it's a pretty traumatic experience. Like you said, this is his 9-11, their 9-11, the people's 9-11. 11-2. And right. also we see how far away the blast affected people. Because Hoboken, it's near New York, but not... It's pretty close. I mean, but it's, it's, but it's a couple across, miles it's away. Across yeah, the it's, river. Yeah, if you don't know right. New York geography. And it's not even, um, 
No, I guess technically Hoboken is the uh, the quickest city that you can get to in Jersey. But yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's close Jersey by any means. Jersey City probably closer, but Hoboken is by depends no means on where far you're away. looking. I guess by the border because my mom's firm is in Hoboken, and it's like you can always just sort of see the city. But like you're you're right, it's not close at all. Like for that blast wave, for people to be making assumptions that he was in New York, and he's like, no, actually Jersey. And then to be that far away from the concentrated stuff and still have those effects. Adrian, you are a fucking monster. Yeah, I thought it was just in New York reading the comic book because 8 million people in New York as of today, assuming they're like 6 million or something back then. Right. But to see that it knocks out people not just in New York, but surrounding areas. I mean, that makes sense. It was kind of like 9-11. Like, I'm sure, you know, the, the, the concentration of people who have had ill effects to their lungs are people downtown. But we know that giant cloud and poof was all the way at the end of Manhattan and going into Jersey. So that it's totally plausible that people would have real effects just yeah, being just, across I the just river. I never thought of it while I was reading the novel. Thanks for thinking of the yeah, science, Linda so Love. Lovely details. And it's, uh, it's pretty grim. And after he screams what happened, we cut to the present day and he's in some kind of focus group about ads for people returning to New York City to travel. <laughs> come back. I don't know. And come I back. said, Visit. yeah, rent is so expensive right now. Do not come to New don't York. Don't come to it's New expensive. York. Don't do it unless you want to be broke. <laughs> Live in your closet. And the ads are hilarious because they're really just over the top. I don't know who is supposed to listen to those. In the green screen. They're not even in New York. They're right. Not even green screen. At a fake Come restaurant. Come to New York, where we don't even want to shoot our commercials. We're eating fake Italian food in this commercial. We're eating We're calamari. Going to fake Broadway, of which later he was like, "Maybe next time, don't have calamari." Like not in the, the venue. Video to remind Read the them. room. Read the room, guys. Read the Read room. Because the, the suits are like they loved it, and he's like, "No, nah, they didn't. They were terrified." Sorry. <laughs> ten out of ten. Wrong. <laughs> I find it interesting how well I think that he was inspired to become this truth seer because of being lied to during the blast by that woman because he seems to keep popping back to that event it does and i want to say that i mean on a base level isn't this kind of how a lot of people work especially dudes like you have this one and to be sure this experience was traumatic but it seems like maybe it's one of those things that compounds on top of each other where it's like okay the overall trauma of just like life disrupting but then this other trauma of being as naive as he was actually being turned on by that girl despite him not wanting to and then being played so effortlessly like that has him intimidated with women because he already looked like he was not a person who was comfortable around women or was being taught or told anything that would help in that manner. And it definitely has led to a complex of some kind that has led to his inability to keep a relationship going. And if you remember the ex-wife saying that he always thought she'd run away and steal his clothes, it's still yeah, affecting trust him trust and issues. Absolutely. has issues with women to this day. Yeah, that's a lot of people. One thing happens and they're like, oh, this baggage, I'm carrying it around like Louis Vuitton luggage for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's looking back. glass because he's fucking 45 at least. And he's still, he was with that woman for seven years, they said, and he still was not able to let her get in. And she seems like she still is into him. Like, she's like, you know, I still love yeah, you. She didn't seem like, like a bad person, except when she you know killed that up. clone dog. She's a bad person. Save you don't dog. kill dogs, like, and just go on with your afternoon. Where's Peter? Unless in something's this wrong with you. Peter don't exist. <laughs> I never know what exists and what doesn't. You know why they stopped existing? Because they could clone animals. So they would say, why would you be so upset about endangered animals and the, the treatment, the humane treatment of, of species when we can just replicate them right now? That's true. Right? Like, I mean, that's not to say that morally you yeah, shouldn't have a... Yeah, but you shouldn't... 
But think about it. People's morals change when other variables change. So you could say morally, empathetically, a sentient being should not be put down like that just willy nilly. But at the same time, if you're playing the numbers game, like people like Adrian, these motherfuckers, then they're like, oh, but it's fine. Actually, this is the more moral decision. And that's like I said, that's Thanos logic. I'm not in here. I'm not not (laughs) with that shit. But I guess. Some people like looking glasses X are into this kind of logic, which is maybe why she's his ex. I don't know. Hot take. We need more <laughs> info Candace. about that. We don't because I'm mad at looking glass right now. So we <laughs> You're really just totally don't. done with him. I am. No, until he A comes back around to be like, Angela, episode. they threatened your child or your children and your husband. Angela, I didn't want you to get murked because they let me know that they could murk you real fast. And they got me by surprise. I tried to kill them. I had blank bullets. I know that's my bad. We got to get there. Knowing. Then you can let it all out. About the betrayal that you experienced this episode. It's going to be a consistent strain because they hit me with that betrayal so fast. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't even exist in the episode, but they were like, Candace, um, clown makeup, here you go. Please start applying (laughs) it at (laughs) 9.03. Oh my gosh. And after this, don't we go to Lori? She's like giving a a talk to the cops. About the churches. Yeah. They're trying to find out where the 7th Calvary is recording their messages. And says to look at one of the 5,000 churches. Yeah, in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. It's like a while. It's an American thing. There's churches everywhere. And then she takes a, a special moment to talk to Looking Glass, right? Where she's Petty like, as always, though. Hey, uh, Mirror Guy. Is that what she called? Yeah, Mirror Guy. Oh, Mirror Guy's available. Mirror Guy. Looking Glass is Let a Let me see those sad green name. eyes, Mirror Guy. She's so rude. And then remember, she's like, oh, Angela, I mean Sister Knight. I'm so Pet sick of her. She really is. And she starts, I guess, dropping some that she has some knowledge on him, too. I mean, she has everyone's file, as we speculated a couple episodes ago. Tells him to take off his mask. Yeah. She's like, listen, I know you were in the shits on 11-2, where he's like, Jersey, actually. I wasn't in New York. I was in Jersey. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I know that's why you wear the reflectatine, right? Because you're worried about the psychic blast happening again. And that's interesting, because as far as we could tell, there's no evidence to suggest psychic blasts have happened since then. I don't think so. This is paranoia. And my God, Lady True well, out here making part of it. I would paranoid as well. Hey, I'm saying Lady True's a hustler. I'm not knocking the hustle that she's out here selling tinfoil, literal tinfoil hats. She's making literal tinfoil hats that serve no purpose, even though she's a super genius, as far as we could tell. And Looking Glass is in this group, as we discover, of people who there's, it's kind of like uh, anti-vaxxers. Where there's no data that says you're right, but you're just like, no, but I feel I it really this, intensely yeah. in my heart. And so I have to do it. And this is looking glass with that with that tinfoil She's business. She's hustling all these people. I mean, Which is only a half hustle. Ethically. She made babies. So she... she's not hustling everybody. She's actually doing products. Oh, jumping back to last episode, I think we argued and said that, oh, Lady True, if they didn't accept the child, she would give it away. I oh, fully yeah, I said this believe episode, she, she would kill the dog. She would definitely like, kill the baby. That's what I said. She would kill the baby. I had no doubt she would kill the baby. She has yeah. no chill. Lady Spock doesn't have feelings for anyone but herself <laughs> but and her daughter. Bangs. Her actual DNA tissue. <laughs> we also learned that HIPAA does exist in this universe, and Lady True made a HIPAA violation. Many violations. I mean, that was, that was my hot take last week that she that HIPAA does not apply to her because she's like, I'm a trillionaire. And when you get that many zeros, you can life, do you have HIPAA new violations. Rules. You can you are reinventing the paradigm of existence. <laughs> so, clearly. And I guess on the one hand, you can say she's hustling. But at the same time, it's like the placebo effect. If someone wants to buy holy water and you just put regular water and label it holy, or essential oils, essential oil, holy water. 
No, no, no. Sorry, that was a segue that oh. it was a separate train of thought. I was like, wait, do people think they're like sacred essential no, oils? Just okay. Essential oils. Oh, these can cure these diseases and they get really bad when they people think they can cure cancer and don't get the care that they actually need. Oh, like if there's people walking around with signs like that, that essential oils all by themselves will cure cancer. That's yeah, this not, is it's a problem. That's probably not yeah, go to the doctors, scientifically yes. accurate. Just just yeah. saying they smell good, though. But besides that, not yeah, much they do. <laughs> <laughs> so she's probably just cashing in on this on this wave of paranoia that has lasted three decades and counting where we have whole industries thriving off of people's fear of nothing. And this idea that like, well, there's plenty of people. If Adrian wants to come back and. Well, nothing in general. Cause that's what looking glass learns, even though he can't break the habit, which is so interesting because he gets the truth. He realizes that a human was behind this. And even still, he can't throw out his drill, his drill box. Yeah, at he the takes end. off his hat. He takes it back out the trash. Right. Throw everything away. And eventually, like, puts it back on in different parts of the episode. So it's like, it's almost like, I feel like it's two part where, like, once you've been believing something for so long, it's really hard to let it go and just, like, stop habits in Well, cognitive general. dissonance. You believe this for so long and it's a part of you and this is proved wrong, but you don't want to admit to yourself that you're It would make me more wrong. paranoid. Like, if I found that shit out, it, would yeah, not, it wouldn't help me. I would be like, I about. nothing is real. It was just kind of what he says to Angela at the end. He's like, what is real? What is truth? Is anything real, Angela? And she's and like, bitch, I asked you about the, the pills. I asked you about the pills. I didn't ask you about your crisis. We can crisis. talk about this later. No, she's like, don't even talk to me about it later. I want to know about <laughs> the pills. So very angry. Full stop. <laughs> End of telegram. <laughs> <laughs> she did, and we have to give it to her for always going right to the point. Like Angela doesn't waste time. She's like, okay, I'm not. I'm hanging up the phone. What? She's on the clock. <laughs> and her we clock. saw that beepers can receive text messages. So it's still. I feel weird like I was arguing for that. I was arguing works. for the. Um, the two-way pager, <laughs> Bieber. Yeah, so so I'm glad dumb. to see I was on the shit. Is it a voice message you just recite to, I guess, the Siri? I hope not because there's no point in listening to it. I don't even listen to my voicemail now. Just write it out so I can see it and read it. <laughs> it's true. I don't listen to my voicemail, but like once a month. It's so bad. So after the focus group and the, the church situation, is it Red Scare that makes that joke about the lettuce? I was trying to remember. Which like one? wasn't he eating lettuce? Red scare. Yeah, he took the lettuce and, and he had it, it was like sandwich. from the yeah, it was from the the murder lettuce, really. How long ago was that murder? Because my lettuce goes bad very quickly. I think you're forgetting that this is Adrian Post Squid Universe. Maybe Lady oh. True has a spray that keeps lettuce your lettuce that don't expire. Fresh Please give for that two to weeks. Me. They got all kinds of shit going on here. And I guess uh, Looking Glass is pretty annoyed by that. But Angela steps in to stop the argument, and that's when she mentions the pills and him having info on it that Lori obviously hears right then because literally after this exchange of things between Looking she Glass, storming out of her Angela office. and Red Scare, she's like, oh, hey, um, Mary Guy, Mary Guy, office you, you now. again, can you, can you get in here? Because I have a thing I need to do. And let me reach peak pettiness. I don't want to stand Lori because she's awful and petty but i have to stand her because she's petty right we love a petty she does petty she's rude the entire time yeah, she's she don't got no respect awful, for his trauma. but i just cannot no dislike her for some reason no and i would just like to say you guys i'm sure you guys recall that vivid argument we had last episode about bugs i don't who's remember that happening <laughs> who's bugging you who? me could Lori have possibly else. bugged lady true would the fbi even think of bugging me arguing intensely that the hey, fbi I, would have to bug and let me just say this is my favorite line from the episode and i will play before we're done here was Lori's line that she was like 
I'm FBI. We bug shit. That's all that mic drop. I like, didn't disagree that she would bug phone, but them, not. but I didn't know if the technology was available. And I will admit that I was wrong and Candace is right. <laughs> I have no problem being Thank wrong you. because we're... Oh, I cannot wait till we get to the looking glass part. I'm like, Candace, what did you say last episode? That's the only reason why you don't mind being wrong. But I just will say like, you guys, I was totally really right. She was. Down to Lori saying the actual line of like, bitch, I'm in the FBI. That's what we do. <laughs> don't be dumb. So Lori obviously has bugs and cacti and Where plants. Where else are they? And shoes and wherever the fuck she wants. And she's the FBI. She probably dropped it around like um, breadcrumbs. Uh, Hansel and Gretel all over the precinct. She's <laughs> a like, little sprinkle of bug here. That's why she keeps appearing out of nowhere because she's listening to people's conversations like, oh, hey, uh, I know you guys are going to Subway's. Can I get a sandwich? I just heard. Don't leave without me. I'm just imagining her just like listening in her office and just sprinting out of her office. There literally was only a two second window. Pirate Jenny, get in my office. Looking glass, get in my office. Red scare. Like, get how do you office. not know she's bugging you when you just say some questionable shit? But she's she like, arrived- oh, uh, Angela, can you come inside the office, please? <laughs> but she arrived in two seconds. She sprinted she she in her stiletto out. heels she really did. out of the office. And it's like, looking glass, come on, bro. This should be a sign right now that things are not going well. And then she trolls him about his reflectatine. I'm saying that right, right? Reflectine? Reflect Reflectatine? It's sure. one of those two. And he keeps reminding her that, like, yo, uh, my name is Looking Glass, not Mirror Guy. Mirror Guy. And then she says, Mirror Guy isn't taken. She's like, but it's free. Like, (laughs) this is what I mean about Petty Lori. That no one laughs at her laughs. No one ever does. No one's like, this is funny, Lori. (laughs) And she says it so unemotionally, these jokes that just don't hit. Right. Oh my gosh. So after she basically lets her know, like, oh, I'm listening to everything you say. No, the way she brings it up. How she talks to him about his past and the so event eleven yeah. two, and mm-hmm. then she, she kind of segues. Oh, this other thing I want to talk to you about, and then hits him with, "Oh, I bugged you. Right. What are these right. pills about? <laughs> By the way, the you're switch. bugged. It's the bait and switch." And then we get kind of a look into a sad looking glass in his lonely house life, in his yeah. bunker with of his bean dinner, uh, EDS gear. Like that's he's. I think he's a monthly subscriber. I think he's on the the mailing list for everything free. He's a VIP. Yeah, he's a VIP person. Special premiere box offers. All that stuff is what he has. He jumps to the front of the support queue. Yep, all the time. And we see that he still has the picture of Cynthia Taylor, who is his ex, on the wall. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Well, I can't be sad for him because he betrayed Sister Night. Right, But no. before I learned the truth, Before I, I learned the truth, feel I was bad. feeling a little sad for him. I'm like, you just have her picture yeah, really? framed oh, there. Oh, my God, he's... He still loves her. He's alone. That means she's the closest uh, anyone ever came to like breaking through. And she probably, I mean, she seems like she knows it. When she was like seven years, I tried to put up with you. And it looks like from what we can tell that he was the one that was like, look, just forget it. And he said he didn't have friends, which is also pretty sad. He doesn't. He His friends are his mask and that picture of his ex on his wall. Unfortunately, and not Sister Knight. He don't got no friends. He had, he had maybe had Sister Knight as a friend, but not to this episode. Uh, yeah, I no don't damn friends. him. I can't trust anyone. And he's watching like superhero porn. Although you said it was probably the the show. Yeah, the superhero like, story. It was with all the warnings in, in the, the beginning. Boudoir. <laughs> I feel like you bring up a boudoir every episode, and they I, bring I up love a boudoir. It. This time it was two two men getting it in. Hooded justice, yes. In the graphic novel, it was there was gossip that he was gay, right? And I'm sure he didn't like that gossip because he was very aggressive about, you'll never see my face. <laughs> it was like, damn, bro. 
Wow. Like, rude. That's sad that you have this internalized homophobia, but also makes sense given the time and the locale. It's like 1940s. Right. <laughs> and Looking Glass was watching it like riveted. And it's like, haven't you seen this episode before? But maybe it's one of his favorites. Maybe he watched it. He looks shocked. I feel like he oh. didn't see it before. Oh, so it was... So you think it's a new episode? Of, yeah, because uh, they were all, they were they were talking about it. Red Scare and someone else, the panda face guy. They were talking about it the next oh, day. Oh, so work. maybe this show is live and in process. Like it's yeah, in I think it's like Watchmen, where it's oh. each episode. And so we're supposed to assume that each new episode that is featured in an actual episode is a new episode in their universe. Yeah, all right. It's like the show's insecure, where there's a show running throughout the season while the season is running in real life. Right. Although very different. Comedies. Yeah. It's so yeah. different. Comedies and drama. There's comedy. There's no comedy to be had. No. <laughs> in Looking Glass's story. He eventually hears his alarm go off and then he's has to alarm. rip it off. Well, it's definitely broken by the time he's or done. Or maybe it wasn't broken. Who knows? It malfunctioned because according to the phone call, it's only supposed to be drilled. The drill is only supposed to happen once every six weeks. And he said he did it 500 times. Yeah, I'm just throwing so conspiracy theories If you do that once I'm a day, wrong. once a day, it's more than a year. So he probably does it at least twice a day and didn't even have it six yeah, months. Yeah, he has his, uh, his checklist. So he broke it. So he should pay and the one day. he yells at the support agent who's just trying to help. I mean, the dude was like, well, did you read the instructions? Because we said once every six Can you six read, weeks. sir? He said, well, whatever, just send me the next one next day. So Overnight. he's the one with the clown makeup because he was yelling at the employee, but he ultimately ended up paying the most amount of money you could pay for the thing by the time it was done. So they the win. <laughs> right. They're like, we just sold another piece of bullshit to another paranoid <laughs> person. Fantastic. Extra dimensional securities. Lady True. Way to diversify your portfolio. With scams. <laughs> Cloning and scams. Well, it can't all be scams because whatever her and Will are up to has tangible realities. But it looks like they're fighting against someone else to change the paradigm of the universe, which none of that sounds good. That's all I'm going to say, that everyone sounds like they're doing a shitty job. That includes you too, Will. You too. Look at Angela. She's in jail. <laughs> about to have a psychotic break. With the pills that he provided her. Right? Awful and, I mean, he could have, he could have uh, take one at a time. Like, I mean, like, he like, these are a lot. Don't. Time release capsules. These are not. They will all be releasing at the same Don't time. Don't do it. Oh, Lord. We also had some Frank Sinatra playing when he falls asleep on his bed alone. And pulls his mask down, which is very interesting because he sleeps with his mask down. It's like, oh, poor He's looking so glass. Scared. Again, prior to him dogging out <laughs> yeah, Angela this is, this is I was pre like, betrayal. Poor, poor looking glass. You have uh, no friends. You have to sleep in your mask. And like, then he looked at the breathe? bunk bed where his wife would have slept. What if you have allergies? How do you breathe to that thing? And I, just I, I don't breathe know. Through your nose. No allergies exist. We can, I don't know. We can just say anything. Maybe Lady True abolished allergies. One can only hope. <laughs> no allergies. Oh my gosh. And that Frank Sinatra song is Some Enchanted Evening, which is like, Ironic a title because it's the opposite of what kind of evening Looking Glass is having by himself. It's not enchanted by any by any means. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, he goes to see his girlfriend after this. I think. Oh, excuse me, ex. Oh, ex girlfriend Cynthia yeah. brings her her mail that is still coming to his crib. She claims that she changed at the post office like three times. I'm like, no, okay. but I moved and I still don't get mail sometimes. <laughs> So that's true. I was like, yes, that Postal actually happened. Postal Service, United States Postal Service, you guys yeah, keep, keep excelling, keep doing what I you do. I get some mail, but then some mail doesn't come to me, and it's annoying that it happens. I would suggest writing a letter to your government, but I don't think that will do a anything. A strong letter to the Postmaster General. A strongly General. worded letter to be like, excuse me, United States Postal Service, what is the goddamn Can you deal? please get it together? <laughs> They're like, no, actually. You can do it online now, but it's still not working. 
No, that's what uh, I mean. Like most people do it online and still it has these weird things. Cause I, I still have other people's mail coming to my building that don't belong there. And it's like, will it ever end? I don't, do yeah, they care if they're like, not getting their bills? I get or? medical results to me. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> I, this is not me. And then people's benefits. Right. And I'm wondering, are you not getting them because they're coming to me? No, this they must bad. not. You need to redirect your People's mail. wage works cards. Like, don't you need this yeah, metro this, card? Like, what the fuck? I, I'm not opening this. Oh, my gosh. And so they're at the lab where she has the dog and they reminisce a little bit. And he asks her, like, or she asks him if the dogs look alike, exactly alike. And he says that one is smaller than the other. And we mentioned how she burns that dog. It's incinerated. What was that uh, even? A Bashan frise? What did the Bashan do to deserve that kind of immediate? <laughs> he was just a little small. He's still cute. Just because you. <laughs> and then they had all the twins working at the that was weird. center. That was weird. I don't like That'd it. That'd be hard to hire people. Is it, oh, though, if you're in Lady True's universe yeah. and she's out here giving, like, babies to yeah, people? Yeah, I guess they can make twins. Right? I mean, people are more likely to have twins now if they have um, in vitro or some sort of supplementary scientific thing to help force the, what do you call it? When the egg gets inseminated? That thing. When the egg <laughs> and the sperms come together. So it seems more likely that if you're at Lady True's level that you're just straight up, like, twins and exact copies of each other. Versus, you know, rolling the dice and not having fraternal twins who don't look alike. But just hiring wise, uh, to work here, you have to have a twin. I and say that's a lady trues. So you're saying employees that- children. No. <laughs> Ooh. I'm saying that's she's, she's sourcing inwards true. of like the, like every the wild twins. People. Right. Because, you know, not everyone could be on the shits and not everyone could afford it. And so what is that group of people that is twins? And, you know, like in this society, there would probably be a subgroup like the Illuminati, but just for people who are twins because they would feel apart. But there would be enough of them to be like, we're our own little society of twins. And we like all a, work at Lady True's job. It's like a thing I saw once where twins were dating twins. And I was like, that's, that's all right. Mm, it's a little weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, because everything is the same. <laughs> no, the end. That's it. That's yeah. us. Okay, great. Ooh. <laughs> But uh, she does tell them what the pills are. She says, they're nostalgia pills. I'm like, okay. Crazy pills, really. And they reminisce about their romance. Reminisce on the love we had. <laughs> he's like, girl, stop. Because <laughs> he's the one who stops it. He's like, listen, uh, I can't remember what he says. But she says that thing about seven years. And he was like, yes, yeah, seven years of bad luck. <laughs> I was like, uh, damn, look Did you glass. have to do that to her? Damn. And then she asked what woman he needs info for. That's true. But she's salty. She, she wants to know who it's the new wife is. Sister Knight has cow. Literally, there is no danger. Hooking <laughs> <Sister laughs> up a looking with Cynthia. her three children. You're good. And this is one of the other times that we hear the Careless Whisper song. Never ever gonna dance again. And that plays on and on. And I'm wondering if that's that's partly maybe their song, given the time period, 80s, right? Or just like something, because it repeats over and over in the episode, but each time we hear it, it's a different cover by a different person in a different style. A lot of times acoustic or light, but not yeah, the general a woman boppy thing. There's mm-hmm. a guy singing it one time. And so it's not like the boppy 80s thing, but it's emotional. And it's, I don't know. It's just I think it was an interesting choice for the music director of the show to be like, we're going to use this because they're obviously using songs and lyrics to be its adjunct storytelling to the show but then like to be like okay let's get this exact song that we want to use but three different covers that have three different sentiments for these three different scenes but it's overall the same sentiment i just i like little it's things a lot of effort that. it to is do. a lot of effort and it's amazing that a lot of royalty All dollars of to pay but i'm glad artistic. hbo's footing the bill for these great songs <laughs> you know you're not getting some royalty free shit you're getting some classic <laughs> some uh, stock nice music. right here right no no stock music on hbo watchmen 
And does he go to the meeting after this? The the squid? Should we call it I ED so. Anonymous? ED. <laughs> I don't think it was even anonymous. Yeah, ED. It definitely wasn't anonymous because yeah. they were just talking. But there's a black guy who's talking when we go into the scene, I believe. And he the sort of goes into trauma. what we were talking about. Yeah, genetic yeah. trauma and the squids and I guess just trying to make it one more day on this planet Earth. Poor them because <laughs> they're <laughs> traumatized. And it's been years. So clearly they've not been able to move on. Yeah, 30 plus years. Whatever therapy and you're doing is not working. And it's not even people who are there moving on. Like you said, the guy who's talking wasn't even born right. until a decade later. And, and he's, he's still having an existential it. crisis. Well, I would too if squids came from the sky. Like I would just have issues just in life existing. If at one point in time they were like, yeah, Candace, it never used to rain squids. And now it rains squids all the time <laughs> randomly. I just, I would be a little obsessed myself. I'd be pissed if I would just walk inside. A squid hits me and my outfit is just ruined for that day. Yeah, I, especially hair. It doesn't seem like they can predict. So yep, hair. Wash outfits, but hair, like in my scalp? You a gotta squid go in my home. scalp? <laughs> in my scalp? Lord, oh no. Oh my, I'd be, oh, I would be in a scarf every day. <laughs> Just cut my hair off. Oh, actually, this is when we get to the fucking bar. Because after we leave this little group where I feel like at the end, Looking Glass has that sentiment. No, we gotta talk like, about the woman who came. Oh, that's what, because I was transitioning to think, she doesn't really say anything. She just looks at uh, Looking Glass's sentiment when he tells the black dude, like, listen, like, you got to move on. <laughs> at the end of the tunnel, there's light. Like, he basically is trying to be an optimist, and later this woman calls him on his shit because she's looking at him like, I know what you think. <laughs> no, but she kind of perks up when he says this was planned. I forget what exactly he says, but she looks at him and all the stuff that she knows he's been thinking even without any of the information it's like when you drop in a bunch of bullshit but one thing lands that's looking oh, glass I don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> where she that was like feeling <laughs> <laughs> i feel like me always I don't know that. right not especially now with this show with my clown nose on right now <laughs> i'm still hurt oh my gosh but that's exactly what it is that he is talking mostly bullshit because he's definitely not moved on from anything but has some sort of insight into there are puppet strings at hand and he definitely doesn't fully get it, but she's like, oh, he's got a little bit of insight into it. And that seems to intrigue her. And then we find out later is because uh, you said at the time, is she a, what did you say? Yeah, I Is just, she on the take? You were like, is she a smole? <laughs> what is she doing yeah, And he's like, is this also a plot? So I guess some of it today, which made it for my failures you're last right, episode. You were right, she was a mole because we found out like two scenes later. That she yeah, because she just mole. came in and then it seemed like she was targeting him for all this stuff. Right. So she was a mole and then... I they think, go on a date, essentially. Yeah, after the this bar. Which I'm like, is that appropriate for groups? I feel like that's the opposite of what you do in a support group is go Especially to dinner as a leader. with someone in the group. Right, that's yeah, not what the you do. Shouldn't just that's not what bring you do. someone random. Like, bring the group. Well, they go on a date. And she's like, do you just want to hear my squid story? And he's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I'm here. That's the only reason I'm here. Besides so we beer. can trade trauma stories, obviously. <laughs> you start. <laughs> and she's like, okay, let me tell you about this movie I saw. By Steven Spielberg. On 11 2, Called I pale, saw pale, pale Horse. And you mused that that's what he made outside of um, Schindler's List. But he made Schindler's List in 1993. When did N she say she saw that? No, so she talks about, I think on 11 2, she saw the Spielberg film. I, know, sure. I just didn't know what time, what year it came out. Because you had said something about, oh, did yeah, he make that instead of Schindler's List? Yeah, because they mentioned the use of red. And if you've seen Schindler's List, it's a black and white film. But there are splashes of red right, occasionally. Right. So it seems like instead of writing a film about the Holocaust and I forget his name, but um, Schindler saving 
first name. You're like, whose list was it? Was it Schindler's? No, 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 I don't know his first name. Oh, no, I know. I'm just messing with you. Oh, I was like, I do know his last name. Instead of writing a story about that, he wrote it about the 11-2 incident with the psychic terror in genocide. First name is Oscar, by the way. Oscar, Oscar yes. I haven't seen the movie in a while. It's one of those movies that you don't got to watch more than once. It's really good, but... It's just Obviously a lot. Emotional. It's like watching Roots. You know what I mean? Like you watch it and you're like, this was really valuable for me. But at the same time, it was so emotionally taxing. I'm not trying to go through that anytime soon. And that's like Schindler's List. There's a lot of movies like movies. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 12 Years a Slave. That's one of them. You know, excellent job, Lupita. You deserve your you Oscar. But also, Oscar. I don't ever need to see what you did to get that Oscar ever again. <laughs> I saw it the one time. I'm good. So, yeah, they go out to eat and... Or drink? No, they don't eat. They just they, yeah. They're drinking. Food, it's thought. a bar. It's a dive bar. Let me roll that back, guys. This was not Applebee's. <laughs> this was a fucking <laughs> dive bar. Two for twenty special at the date. Is there <laughs> a picture of bar? I mean, sub so. beer, not bar. They have a you know they like do their Tinder flirting, which is like let me tell if you're lying. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a waitress. Liar. Wrong. Oh, I'm a. I forgot what she said was the second job. She could have said teacher or some bullshit. Yeah, and he was it. like, that's a lie to Wrong. girl. And he was like, oh, okay. Radiologist. Um, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. You're telling the truth, finally. Like, oh, my God. Great actress she is. <laughs> Why did so I talk good. like Yoda? Great actress she is. Anyways, let me jump to correct English. Oh, my God. I don't need. How do they end that exchange? I'm forgetting. Uh, they say they're drunk and... She says she needs to call right, someone to get home. Outside, right, and then she asks right. if he has anyone to call. And he says he has no friends. He has no friends. And he deserves that. Oh, he does deserve But at the time, I thought, you know, that's really sad that you don't have friends. No, he deserves it now. We're over yeah, it. Yeah, we're... I was trying to think how pre-betrayal Nicole would have felt. I'm trying to hide my post-betrayal we feelings We should be asking about why that old-ass Ford is still in reality in this time of holograms and clones that she was picked yeah, up in with the fucking lettuce that I that remember fell. when it pulled off. We were like, come on! And then, of course, she was like, we even threw the lettuce out to get your attention. I'm like, I hope so, girl, because we were like, how silly, how uneducated <laughs> be is the 7th Calvary? They are embarrassing. <laughs> really? You just got a truck full of lettuce by a cop and you just drop, you just happen to drop murder lettuce on the ground okay great i'm glad it was a plan and he goes into police mode and has to chase him down this actually pissed me off because i was like you could have been a bit more clever about this looking glass just rushing into danger yeah i thought this plan had many avenues of failure because what if he wasn't an idiot and drove to the police station said hey this is what's going on this is where they're based right and the whole station came i'm confused like how they know that he wouldn't bring other people in he just runs and tries to be a rambo and maybe they did an excellent psychological profile like the way he's good at it humans are too i would agree that humans are unpredictable so i don't really know i think it was sort of out of character for him unless we're gonna say that he was destabilized by his like paranoia and stuff and just you know fell into the rabbit hole because on the one hand he did call for backup or let someone know well first he initially was like did we find that truck and then he pursues the truck then when he gets there he's like i need backup come over here but then he takes someone else's weapon and doesn't check the, the stuff he's like okay here's a gun and they it's intercept fine. the last message and there's like eight of them he goes into a room with like eight people and he's like freeze and it's like who does like, this without a dumb. partner you don't even have a partner dude a backup hasn't arrived the white knight happened but you were walking in with seven Calvary by yourself with a revolver and there are at least revolver, 10 people bro? there even Come if you on. killed one person everyone's gonna come at you 
No, it was a really poorly. It was awful. We were plan. screaming. We expected I better believe, from you. I really did expect better from Looking Glass. At least if you're gonna get caught up like that, have it make sense, and then outdo your cleverness or something. Not you just being fucking foolish and running into <laughs> danger and being like, "Oh, so you're not gonna kill me? Okay. Well, I guess that works out in my favor." Because then we get this reveal about motherfucking Keen, which no, but we um the church is actually a set. That's true. I glossed over the fact that the church was a set, that it is a Sesame Street set, but that is what it is. It is not real, and it is part of the ruse that they're doing right now. Yeah, the like, police are searching for doing. churches that aren't relevant to Seventh Calvary, which is church very, a church that doesn't exist. Yeah, which is very smart. On um, there and sleight of hand misdirection. A lot of that is going on in this show. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Look over here and something else is happening over there. Something more sinister is happening in the background. Right. Or just something you, really can't even, you can't even fathom what's happening in the We've background. We've got conspiracies coming up. So you'll see what we think. Well, yeah, because after the church bullshit and everything else, we and he busted on a room. We find out that one of the dudes in the mask is Senator Keene. No, just so the basketballs. Know. Oh my god. They throw in the basketballs That's the true. That's true. The basketballs shock the place. They don't make any sense. They're doing measurements. My question is why basketballs? You can hear them. Why so many of them? No. No, you can't explain this. No one can explain this yet because it's <laughs> unexplainable. Why basketballs? Why do they have sixty of them? Why do they just keep throwing them through? Like what because is the ball purpose? is life? Okay, but why not a soccer ball? Why not a tennis ball? Why not a little Maybe bouncy ball? And why do they sale? keep doing it? What is the purpose? Do they have to keep the board alive? Do they have to keep feeding it basketball so no, it doesn't close? They turn it off. Remember? No, I know. That's why I said it's a it's a non sequitur question. Mm, oh, it's I just see. a okay. question that doesn't exist because <laughs> I'm still not sure why they're using basketballs. And no one bothered to explain that to me. I feel like basketballs of all the balls or things you could throw through a portal are really expensive. So I'm just trying to figure out the cost effective thing of doing this and why basketballs versus like a beach ball, for instance, or a quarter. You can be their accountant. You guys are spending too much on basketballs. We need to absolutely not. I'll just burn down their headquarters off the budget and you can use a, a good tennis ball. I would just burn down their headquarters with a bit of Adrian um, spunk and it would be like, fuck the Calvary. Like, <laughs> as it burns, you can see from space, fuck 7th Calvary. And they're like, oh, wow, she burnt us down with pizzazz. With Dr. Style. Manhattan would be like, oh, yeah, good for her. <laughs> if he cares. <laughs> or Adrian. <laughs> He'd be like, thumbs up. someone gives a shit. So, yes, the portal, they have a basketball. Looking Glass is disturbed and shooketh at what's going on. And then, she of course. She takes her mask off. She's like, hey, look, um, <laughs> this was a plan. Yeah. Okay. We were trying come. to get your ass. We threw the lettuce, obviously. Duh. We're not that foolish. And we're just trying to bring you into the scene. And Senator Keene's like, yeah, me too. I'm here. Looking glass. Dun, dun, dun. Also, they don't reveal themselves as well. So the Calvary doesn't know. Well, I guess the person in the car did know who brought her there. Right. But Keene talks about how. They just keep their masks on at all times. Exactly. So it's mirroring the police where they do it as well. They you do don't know well. who a someone is. Thing, right. It's just creepy. Kane, uh, Kane, why did you do this to me? I thought I'd be right. And Kane, <laughs> I just lady, knew. I'm still angry about I just this. knew. I just knew. I yeah, was like, we can't Nicole, trust Kane. We can't trust Kane. Evil. And considering the energy he had, no, he's definitely evil because he basically was like, oh, I need you to get Angela out to paint. And so you <gasps> can out. do that Box by getting girl. her fucked up. And get her with Lori and get her arrested, or we could kill her family, her and her family. How about that? And it's just like, wow. Because he was like, I don't care either way. I'm a politician. We could kill her family, or she could just be in jail. Either way, it doesn't matter as long as she's off the board for a couple of days. And it's like, okay, you're evil, and I hope you die. 
I hope Will drops his Will chair on you and it smashes your head. <laughs> or a car just from the sky. Pops you know out. how Will just be dropping shit. Just like drop a, a wheelchair on his head. Come on, Will, help. And how he mentioned that, maybe we should mention this later, the film, how he mentions that he saw the film when he was inducted into Congress. So the upper tier of the government knows right, about these events. Right, right, right. But they have people like Lori running around trying to solve mysteries that they know the answer to. Mm. to make it seem like, oh, the so, government also doesn't know what's happening. Well, that's interesting that you bring it up because we don't really know that they know the answer to Judd. Because no, from no, what we can... just the, the No, no, but that's what's interesting about this is because multiple people are playing games and the 7th Calvary look to claim in a certain kind of way, oh, we are involved in this Judd situation. But obviously, from Keen's perspective, they do not know who killed Judd. They do not know how it happened. They just know that Angela is somewhere in the mix because things I aren't lining up I have theories about that. But... Oh, I just found it interesting how Keen drafted the act, the Keen Act, to ban superheroes. And everyone can wear masks. And then right. he's also in Southern Calvary with this mask. So I'm thinking he brought the... Yeah, just don't show anyone who you are. Mass culture to the Seventh Calvary, but I'm not oh, sure, sure when he actually joined the Seventh Calvary. It yeah, seems like the Kinnock was a decade or so beforehand. I don't know when. It's hard to say because we don't get the a couple idea decades. whether or not he joined the Seventh Calvary after he became in office and was interested in keeping the peace, or if he was in this white supremacist keep the peace prior to going into office. We don't have any clear information on that i'm gonna guess he was a fucking racist it's funny how he referred to the other white people as racist i'm like but that's you you right next to them that's you look what you just said about angela you yeah, racist too this bro. Is your company this is your people you can't this is your kinfolk you can't say they racist and you're not racist. He's, you're yeah, racist he's oh i'm leading these dumb racist blah blah i'm like you're also you in here same. you're in the room maybe that's the allegory for like you know white liberalism in some ways that you have like people who will be along, you know, what we would consider the Northeast elite Ivy League institution, stuff like that, too educated to be racist, but still with bigotries. Like this is kind of like that where he's probably like, I'm too above. I'm above racism. I'm about pe keeping the peace. And it's like, no, 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 no one. We've not seen a single piece of melanin in the Seventh Cavalry. So we have not. No, not any, not any kind of. Yeah, melanin. I was thinking of him. No, not even a little bit. So that's racism. And so Keen is trash. And I hope Angela beats his ass down. If she finds out, and please let her find out from Looking Glass when she has him by the throat, hopefully next week. If <laughs> she calls. like, right, when she comes Snitch. down off the psychotic pills because she's definitely having a psychotic breakdown. Down. When you have 18 people's pills and their memories all in your head at the same time and you're just fracturing into someone else like that movie Split. She's just got like 12 versions of her family members in her head at the same time, which has got to be insane. But whenever she comes to, she needs to shake up Looking Glass. Shake him up. Shake him up. And then he can be like, oh, I was trying to save your family. I was trying to save Topha. He said he would kill Topha. Okay, maybe then. I'll have some space for looking glass. We'll but say, up until then, I, I don't got nothing for him. I'll be I got waiting. Nothing. I'm not even waiting with bated breath. I, he's disappointed me. And so if he comes back into my good graces, the it'll switch. be shock and awe. Shock and so awe. So quick. You saw? He's a no. Sister Knight is in handcuffs. No, no, no. Just from so, the standing of last week to this 180. He's awful i can't support him that's what happened when plot twists happen i mean i can't predict that he was gonna be a dick face <laughs> he was gonna what if angela is actually bad will we turn on her whatever no <laughs> she can do anything she wants it's like what i said earlier there. i said angela is legitimately the only black woman on the show 
outside of <laughs> the grandmother that we saw or the great grandmother that we saw will's yeah, mom she'll come back. so we have to like we have no choice we have no choice but just we have no choice do you what do you think the event's going to be because he mentions in a few days he's not going to do a squid type event but some other i assume psychological event it's interesting because well I, right now i'm thinking whatever the event is they're in opposition to each other maybe to try to cancel one out or to usurp one group over the other because we know that whatever it is in the three days from last episode that will it will make Angela upset and she will know in three days but we also know that Key needs Angela off the board for a couple of days so whatever is happening in these couple of days is big shit and Angela is involved in everyone's thing and so I just think that's very interesting and I'm mostly curious as to what she will learn from her family members are there powers to be had like what are the stories that we've not yet seen that are relevant and certainly as she walks around in Will's body you know I of course well maybe not of course but I feel strongly she will come back from this because she has to and so when she does she's gonna have this renewed perspective of what it is to be Will so hopefully a, a new type of empathy for him but then also for whoever else she experienced in that memory her great-grandmother, great-grandfather, random peoples in town. I don't know. It looked like she was a lot of people in the thing. And I'm like, poor Angela. <laughs> yeah, poor Angela. Bass Reeves appeared. Right. Judd was there for some reason. She has a whole ass holographic Everyone movie in her there. mind. Everyone was there. And I'm like, why is Judd there? Does Judd have a pill in there? Y'all fucked up for putting a Judd pill in there. Y'all I'm put like, a Judd pill. Uh, okay. I guess well, the psychosis was just really bad. But to be sure, it looked like Angela took like 20 pills. So I was I was doubly impressed because not only did she grab the pills like a badass, which is what I wanted her to do, so Lori couldn't get her hands on those pills. But she, I can't even swallow one cod liver thinking. oil pill without like gagging. Swallowing 20 and she pills, was like, no water. Whatever. Like uh, Within like good. five we seconds. Good. That, that's Even Lori was like, bitch, what? Why did you do what? that? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Why did How I do did it, Lori? You You're arresting me instead of having a conversation. To ask me shit, you put me in handcuffs. And she pointed her so gun at her. Right. Like, how do you point your gun and arrest someone and expect them to be reasonable? In the police station. In the police station. <laughs> like, come on, Lori. Lori. The venue. Not the venue. Read the room. No one's reading the room this, in this episode. Also, I want to say fuck you to that random uniformed officer with the yellow mask who actually listened to Lori's orders. Everyone was shocked. He needed to be like still where she's like, do I have to do it myself? Like, yeah, you have to do it yourself because everyone's shocked that you're trying to take in Sister Knight. Sister Knight, that goober, that green motherfucker. Police officer number Fire five. Fire him. <laughs> I hope he dies with a squid in his eye we and he want, gets an infection and it kills him. We want Jenny. We want Pirate Jenny. Oh my lead. god, where was Pirate Jenny? We didn't see her this episode. I was waiting for her to pop up when Red Scare popped up. But yeah, she we did not see her. was taking some PTO. I guess. Maybe a sick day. I don't know. Get well soon, Jenny. She's going to come back and be like, what happened? Why is Sister Night in jail? <laughs> Pirate Jenny, break her out. I was in Jamaica. What happened, guys? Oh my god. And I guess we should talk about how Keen talks about he's going to set Looking Glass free with the truth in exchange for Angela. I guess, being fucked over by him, which he definitely delivers by the end of the episode. And so, I mean, are we thinking this is like what people say about, um, I was about to say Studio 54. That's not the one. Um, that's <laughs> the wrong. I, I was wondering where you were going with that. Not Studio 54. Area 51. Different location. Very <laughs> different. Number, different. <laughs> but the same idea of what people have speculated that if there are aliens or things of that nature, that when you get to certain offices, you are briefed by the agency that deals with that to be like, hey, just as like need to know and da 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 and this is all real, but we can't tell anyone because it's classified. So we're just gonna go with the theory that Lori is below the pay grade of knowing stuff 
even though we were talking about how above the pay grade she was last week, she's not evidently well, she's above, to the pay grade. above some people. Yeah. Or do you think there's more stuff to reveal about what Lori knows that is pretending like she doesn't know? Like maybe she knows. I don't think so, but I about Adrian. I mean, hmm, because she's in the government. Well, she, she knew Adrian before as a superhero. No, I know, but that's what I mean. Like, like this idea of what Adrian did with the squid, and the fact that he has this video that have, people have been indoctrinated into for years. It seems like, even though Adrian is elsewhere on some moon of Jupiter or whatever, and a dying moon, and so a lot of stuff don't fit. They don't fit. Is what I'm saying. That there's questions that have to be asked. But I, I'm also thinking that Lori maybe trusts this tonight, and it's a front again to make it seem like she doesn't. But again, I'm not sure. I don't have any. There's no evidence to support evidence. that claim at this time. I just have yeah, to say, zero evidence. Yeah, zero evidence. Well, I'm gonna keep saying things because I've been evidence. wrong so Lori's many times. Lori's gonna have to Something. play a game because Sister Knight took the bills, and she wants to know what's in the bills. Like, and she'll back. never know what's in the bills now unless Sister Knight tells her yeah, she has to what was in the bills. She has to survive. But not only that, she has to talk to her, and she already knows that she can ask Sister Knight three dozen questions and literally get her stare back. She just keep asking questions. So, Angela. So Angela or her funny Angela. cackle. Angela and Angela's like I have no no response. And she just for walks you. out. Yeah, they hate each other. So I could see Angela coming out of her psychosis and being like, "Oh my god, Angela, you're finally back." So tell us. And she's like, "Fuck you. <laughs> Take me to <laughs> jail." She just walks out of the room. She's like, "Arrest me, bitch. You got something to arrest me for? Arrest me. <laughs> I didn't kill Judd. I didn't do anything. But if you want to arrest me, go ahead and do it." So I think Lori just like fucked herself there by like leveraging that. I feel like she should have waited a little bit. To try and make a move on Sister Knight, but maybe that's because she won the pills and she didn't want to lose the pills. So she was like, let me arrest her. But now you you miscalculated pills Sister Knight yet again and you forced her to take all the pills and now she's going to have a horrible time next episode. But we'll learn some stuff. So at least there's that. Yeah, it should be good. It's going to be a trippy episode with ghosts popping up. Maybe well, not Angela ghosts, has no one left to trust but her man and Topher. Since Looking Glass has betrayed her and Judd is dead and a racist, she has no one left. Because she, we know she doesn't trust Will. Not not right now. Maybe after the memory pills, but she definitely doesn't trust him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And so we assume that when Adrian mentioned um, maintaining the peace with small-scale interdimensional events, that he's talking about the rain and squid. Yeah, so that mystery seems to be solved. Ish, because we don't know how yeah, he's we don't doing know... it or someone else is maintaining this. Yeah, or if there's other things he's happening. Up, right. But, but definitely it's hinting at these other things. It's pushing the right direction yeah. to a resolution. And then we're actually back to Adrian with his fur lining for his spacesuit, which whatever. Yeah, awful. Bison parts that are used to make that spacesuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought the the bison made the ropes because where else would he get? It? He, like, got, he has no material. Intestines. Either bison or actual clone meat, and oh, both of those are very disturbing. Awful. Very, very disturbing. And they shoot his ass out into there while Claire Delune's uh, classic lullaby is playing. And we get confirmation of what we thought, that the sky is like a force field of some kind. And he penetrates it and is in space. But it's really weird because there's gravity, as we pointed out, because nothing Yeah, so it's screaming. Sense. Why are they just saying they should be floating off into space? Right. Why were they resting on the planet's surface? And what's going on there? What is creating gravity? Is this another realm? Is this a portal place that they stuck him through? And there's like a portal world where there's gravity on this moon looking like it's near Jupiter? What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm sticking to my original theory that he was in an alternate dimension and not just a place far out in the actual world. 
And we saw that when he actually landed on the moon, when you look behind him, it's still the moon. So I'm thinking that the portal exits at the moon, which also points out exits at the moon, but it can't, right? Because they were throwing the basketball. So it was exiting technically in the ceiling. The basketballs? Well, they were throwing the basketball through the portal and it was exiting in the other room. The mini portal that they had. But how do we know it's the same technology? No, we don't. I'm just saying that's the only portal we've seen. No, well, I don't know if it's a portal, but whatever. Also, I would wager that portals are, if we're going to talk about them existing, it's like the the black hole idea is that the root is in quantum physics. So if someone has opened a portal, if someone else opens a portal, it is probably connected to how that first person opened said portal. Just going from what generally happens in science is that if someone figured it out, then someone else maybe perfected it or changed it or did something about it. And that's how they're doing it. So I would, it's kind of like what we were saying about Night Owl's vehicle is that even though other people have hovercrafts that don't look like a fucking Night Owl's vehicle, the technology that Lady True has is building upon other things like technology generally does. Oh, someone built this. Let me build it a little bit better and make it better. So maybe that's what's going on, but it's 7th Calvary. So I don't trust their plan. They're throwing basketballs through there. It's not really looking impressive. Oh, it's talking about Adrian. Are we... I know I was talking about the concept of a portal, like the portal oh, in general, in general. I see. Yeah. because someone had to construct the technology. But I'm unsure if it's the same portal technology because they can only teleport small items, whereas there's a no, whole that's world I mean. existing inside of this dimension. Well, if you dimension. think about a portal as a mathematical equation, what determines how big or how much you could send through is going to be the amount of power. But they or were sending things it. to the same dimension. The basketball is still coming out in their world. Right. So okay, wherever the Adrian went is somewhere else. So this person, well, like you said, has perfected this technology. Is it Dr. Manhattan? We're oh, unsure see, about I don't think Adrian was, was in a portal when he went out. I think it was a type of shroud, a type of barrier where the portal actually sent him someplace else. I don't think there was anything we saw to indicate that Adrian suddenly was someplace else when he went through the barrier. I think that the visual barrier is what looks like the sky. You get through it and it's like a hologram. It's like the Truman Show. Oh, okay, suddenly the curtains are removed and Oz is no longer hidden and you get to see the wizard behind the mask. But how's the gravity turned off for the whole planet? Well, because he's encased in something. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't have answers for that. (laughs) Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. There's no... But I don't see how a portal would remove gravity. That doesn't make sense to me either. That he would go through a portal and suddenly gravity would be replaced on what looks to be the moon so no, there's no well, gravity I'm there it's a different dimension they're not even on the moon it's just this portal so what like earth 36 maybe so why so if he's in another dimension where's the satellite why is he trying to talk to it if it's another dimension would that be another dimension no, 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 not coming out but when he leaves kind of the english countryside environment and he's now in the moon that's where that dimension lets out and again all these things are fictional like i do not that's know that's wild we'll see I, I, I can't wrap my head around anything you just said because it seems cray cray to me entirely. But, but crazy uh, things have happened. Looking Glass yeah, is but evil now. I think that's because I already just read books that theorize about quantum physics and time travel. So it's conflicting with my already preconceived notions about how these things plausibly could happen. And so I think I'm just rejecting it entirely to be like, no, that can't be a portal. It has to be a shroud. But uh, we know the clown makeup is always available. So <laughs> We're already wearing it. So we'll I reject it. You we'll hear it now, but maybe, I'll, yeah, be, we'll maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know. And there are a ton of dead clones up there that he's shot up there. He's chopped them up and rearranges them into an SOS message, essentially. 
to some unknown person looking at the satellite. I say Lady Save True. Save me, D. Lady True's no, the only person who can afford Dr. to Manhattan. have a satellite up there or the government. I still stick by the theory that she put him there because he wasn't writing his message to her. It was to D, which I'm assuming is Dr. Manhattan, which is weird because he would already know this is happening. So I really don't know. I don't know why Dr. Message... Manhattan would care. <laughs> I don't know with. why Adrian thinks that he should have charity from anyone. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan knows what he did. And he said at the end, oh, we can't tell anyone because this solved the issues we're having with Russia. So he right. already has his thoughts on him. Why would he save him? It's just, right, I don't know. So I don't think he would save him. And it, Unless D, someone else we don't know Maybe he had yet. something to do with the entrapment because he definitely is obsessed with Dr. Manhattan. That is the play that he's been doing this entire time. He's not been shooting clones into space or whatever the fuck. So nothing really makes sense. I think Lady True was certainly involved. But in the finessing, like I was saying last week, of getting him involved or getting him to stay. As far as Dr. Manhattan and his current obsession with him, maybe he's involved as well because they, the clones referenced the master again, but the pronoun was he. It was not she, like Lady True. So I only have Dr. Manhattan at this point. There's always options for other people to be nefarious, but that's all we have. Unless yeah. it's motherfucking Night Owl for some reason. I just don't know who they would pull out of the woodworks <laughs> to be this nefarious master. I'd be angry if it was Night Owl. I'm not sure how <clears throat> how I'd feel. Probably as you feel today. Clown makeup, boo boo to fool. But uh, <laughs> who knows? I just wear it continuously it this week until next Sunday. So I'm always ready to be a clown. True, true. Eventually he gets pulled back to by Earth. the game master. He's back. <laughs> by the game master. And it's weird that that's what goes down, especially because he doesn't die. So gravity is strange because he was pulled from the air. And just kind of like landed and didn't break his back or head, which was interesting. And then the Game Master, we thought, looked an awful lot like Tom Meissen with a mustache. And we were so confused because we totally rewound that. As you guys we heard in a previous in. episode, we zoomed in. And it did not look like Tom Meissen. So but perhaps we're being fucked with. Perhaps we're confused. But it looks like it's him. Maybe there's and so now we're back to being we're back to being confused of why a clone is the Game Master. And now beating the shit out of Adrian. Although he deserves it. But what it. if he's the original? We don't know who he is. But that doesn't make any sense. Like, even Maybe if he's he the original, it as long where's as the original Crookshanks? If we're going to go with that, where's the original Crookshanks? What is she doing? Is she another gay master? Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. She might pop up. I, mean, I don't think have this is more of a dirty, a dirty, like, unfunny joke for Dr. Manhattan, the more I think about it. Are you it. saying that Dr. Manhattan just placed this guy in or that Adrian has something to do with the gay master? Well, he hates him, so it's obviously not him, but... No, I think someone else created the Game Master, but I couldn't tell you who or why. I feel like he's a real Maybe person. Maybe someone was like, oh, you killed my son. He looked like Phillips, and so now... Now you're cursed. Now you're cursed to be tortured by Phillips. Phillips. I don't know. Who can't act. I don't know. I have no idea. Still no theories where that's concerned, because there's not enough stuff that makes sense for me to guess. Except, I don't know. I guess we're going to say, I don't know, the rest of the season. So nothing we say can be wrong. If we don't commit. To I mean, anything. there are some things I do know, like I knew about Keen being bad. So <laughs> there's some things I do know. Or, you know, Lori using a bug as an FBI agent. Just something. But you didn't know about Looking Glass? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> you hate to see you it. You have some nerve. But you that's had fine. some nerve calling that's me fine. out. <laughs> Every I had to call 10 you out. minutes. I had to call you out. I know. If we don't call each other out, what are we doing? So, oh, I guess we're basically to the end of the episode, actually. We are. After... Adrian gets the shit kicked out of him a little bit and threatened by the game master. We're back he to... He's going to punish him. Sister Knight, yeah. What I do you think he's going to do? Beat his ass the way he already did? I don't know. String him up naked and make him swing? I have no idea what's <laughs> going to happen in that world. 
And then we get that final scene with Sister Knight in the precinct trying to find out about the pills from Looking Glass and Looking Glass being a fucking snitch with a cacti bug in there. I love how she is about five seconds away from him walk-wise and calls him to have a conversation. <laughs> and I do that too at work where I'll slack someone who's across the room and right. I'm just thinking just stand up and talk to this person. Which like, no, I could just actually send yeah, this note. Right this in is the fine. Sea. It's very comfy. And she has to get up because she asked him about the pills and he's on some bullshit. She's like, bitch, I, I asked for it. This is a yes or no question. Excuse me, let me get he's up like, and talk remind to my you. cactus. Come down here. And then he asked her an existential question. Is any of it true? Is anything true? And I feel like Sister Night is like, what is going so on? Are you okay? What is wrong with you? I'm trying to find out about these pills. You Did sick? your ex tell you about the pills or not? <laughs> yes or no? He's like, yeah, they're nostalgia pills, memory pills. And already I'm like, that doesn't. And then she confesses bad. why she needed him to get the information. Because he and makes an, he implores her Lori. to trust him. He implores her like a fucking friend. And that's where Looking Glass is a bitch for that. Because she would not have opened up, especially in the precinct where people could hear. If yeah, she didn't she think whispering. she was safe, she was whispering. Also, how does he know the film was not doctored? That's what I was thinking. We do know that what they're saying is true because... Yeah, but how does he just automatically listen to them? No, right. Yes, yeah, right, I'm saying right. like these people have been bad. They've been chasing the whole series. No, Why that's would you suddenly why... think, oh, this film is so true? I think he was concerned about the her family. I mean, that's why I'm, that's why I'm trying to give him the benefit of the but doubt. But there's no that even if he couldn't that confirm he that they would kill would her family. Them. No, that's what he says. That's what Keen says. No, 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 but he doesn't react or anything or say, oh, yes, you're totally right. I've got to save the family. It was more so that he found out the truth. No, no, I mean about Keen's direct threat. I mean about Keen's direct threat. Yeah, when Keen just... is like, Lori already suspects you need to put her in that direction because I need her off the streets. I need her not roaming around. So either you do it by making sure she's in jail or I do it by making sure she's dead as well as her family. And so I feel like that's what motivates Looking Glass to just do it without thinking it through more because he's concerned that if he doesn't make a move, that she'll end up dead and Judd is dead. Other people are dead who looks like it was hard to kill them or it should have been hard to kill them. So I feel like that's a justifiable fear that Sister Knight could be taken out because why would he think that she could not when all these other people have been taken out successfully? I feel like that is a reason why he did frame her, but I don't think it's the main one. Frame her? She's not framed. Not framed. Just, uh, uh, just thrown under the bus. Yeah. yeah, snitched. I mean, there might be other reasons, but I hope that for his characterization's sake, that one of the reasons is the threat. Because, I mean, who wants dead bodies on your, on your yeah, conscience? Yeah, especially family, like innocent people. Right, and she has three children. So I feel like that's, maybe that was his little thing. And he does say sorry. He didn't have to, I suppose. He could have just been like, well, um, nothing we is real. didn't Nothing is real. Him. Truth is a construct. And you have to go down like this. <laughs> hey. The squid's alive. Life isn't fair. Neither are the squids. But instead he was like, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I... Oh, you're I in jail? To. I'm so sorry that happened. But in jail in her own precinct, which is super weird. And really just walk her downstairs into a jail cell. I mean, I would be fighting the whole way like she was. <laughs> to I'd be carry goddamn you down. with my coworkers who were yeah, my she started subordinates. Fighting the police officers. But it's not just that. It's her subordinates. I'd be like, you're going to be my subordinate. You're going to try to take me? I don't report I don't to you. You're in, a, you're in a uniform. I'm a detective. What bitch. if she went and called Keen? Keen, help. That'd she wouldn't. Be, that'd be so awkward. She wouldn't. Angela does not... That's not the energy she has to call a white man to save her. If she got one phone call, she calling Cal. Cal, I'm not coming home tonight. Uh, no cuddles, no snuggles. Please check in on Topher. Make sure he hasn't hit enough. Get your gun, walls. Cal. We practice. We are not safe, Cal. We are not safe. 
I'm not here. We practice fire drill. Escape to Vietnam. Um, so I'm gonna be breaking out of jail. Get on your flight. We're gonna be switching careers because everything has gone left. I'm gonna dye my hair. Oh my gosh. Also, a little thing I, I noticed was Keen co-opting the Seventh Cavalry movement, like how the Seventh Cavalry movement co-opted Rorschach's journal. So it's the well, cycle see, I don't know. of incorrect ideologies. Yes, and I feel like that's actually Adrian's impact because Adrian has sent this video. Adrian has directed a lot of it. We have not seen the whole video or what's supposed to be on there. So it actually goes back to what I thought, that this would be something that Adrian would get a kick out of because it's not his legacy that has been marred in a certain kind of way. It is it is um, Rorschach. And like some fans have already expressed online, hey, Rorschach hated everyone. He would never be into this. And it's like, yeah, totally. But that's kind of the point, especially because Adrian didn't give a fuck about Rorschach or his fucking feelings to be able to... To use him now as a tool of just I'm moving these pieces around. It's it's like another way to say fuck you, Rorschach, after death. <laughs> Which is so rude. This guy can't catch a break. No, Got he really generated by Dr. Manhattan and yeah, he can't catch a break at people all. People are just doing incorrect things with your journal. In his actual name. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what comes of that. I next episode looks wild. Looks like it's a trip down memory lane. Literally, several memory lanes, a dozen memory <laughs> it lanes. It will be a trip. She swallowed 20 hope pills, so in it one be wild. And Will knew she was going to do that. Maybe that's part of the hate she will feel. <laughs> that's what I said. He gave it to her, assuming she would take them eventually. But he probably, like you well, said, really didn't found expect out what they her to were. take 20 at the same time. No, and she wouldn't have because had that parlayed or just went the way it was supposed to, he'd be like, these are nostalgia pills. Oh, memory pills? Okay. I'm alone. Cal's over there. Let me take one. See what happens and go from there. But she had to take them all because there's no way she was going to let them get in the hands of the FBI. And I no, respect no, yeah, that. I, know. I respect that. I just know that she was like, well, risk it, it all. <laughs> risk it Woo! all before these fools know what the fuck is going on up. before I do. Oh, you're going to know before what's going on? No, 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 no. My grandfather's been dropping cars, acting real cray cray. I'm going to be the one to figure <laughs> out what goes on first. Not you, Lori. In his wheelchair, hanging people. And I hope Lori at the end was like, oh, that was that was stupid of me. I I'm I probably so could sorry. have arranged really this right. thing to make sure that she didn't swallow those damn pills, but that's not what I did because I'm thirsty. I'm extra. I'm Lori. And I just ran out the room yet again. As soon as I heard the line, I ran out the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's so hey, hasty. You. She yeah. could have, like you said, taken the pills secretly mm-hmm. or listened for more information. Maybe she yeah, knows Lori more. Yeah, Lori should She just patience. ran out. You're under arrest. Are you I kidding me? I think she wants to leave Oklahoma and that's why she's just like, let me get this over with. <laughs> Trying to finish the case That was poor police quickly. work. That was really poor police work. It's like, case the yeah, bitch out. And even if gun. you're curious about Will, why wouldn't you case her out to try to get to Will? Yeah, like, what do some detective work, Lori. looking glass about more things. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, I think that's it. I think we covered all the stuff. We did. That was, the episode had a lot going on. It really did. So I'm glad we covered it all. I cannot wait until next episode, though. There's going to be a huge uh, shoot that's going to drop, and I just don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be either. I, yeah, after after these developments in this latest episode, I don't even have anything to say. I think I was just going to mention the history of the, the name Lady True. Yes, it was an actual Vietnamese female warrior in the third century of Vietnam who managed for a time to resist the Chinese state of Eastern Wu during its occupation of Vietnam. And so that is, I mean, it just makes me like Lady True more because I'm going to assume for now that her meaning has relevance potentially to the story and not just to the fact that this is a badass bitch and her parents named her 
after a badass bitch, assuming like, hey, let's write your destiny with your name, as some parents do. But it's uh, hopefully this this gives us something to look forward to where Lady True is concerned in terms of her being a warrior, a fighter, a badass. She's quoted as saying, quote, I'd like to ride storms, kill sharks in the open sea, drive out the aggressors, reconquer the country, undo the ties of serfdom, and never bend my back to be the concubine of whatever man. (laughs) I'm just saying Lady True is giving all of that and more in her characterization. So what year was she born? What time period is this? It says like 225, 248, whatever the fuck. That's third century. It's way ahead of her time. Good for her. Listen, I maintain that every year that life happened, that there was some bitch who was quote unquote way ahead of her time, for sure. And apparently this was this was one Lady True where she was like, I'm not trying to be no hell. <laughs> that those are the cliff notes for so what she I'm said. So I'm gonna add the real Lady True to my stand list beside Sister Knight. You should. And maybe I don't know if I can maybe s- fake Lady True will make I it in there too. You never know. Her and Will, what are they doing? She's above she's above fucking Lori right now though. Because Lori got Sister Knight in jail. So we'll see. Yeah, Lori, so I can't be fucking kind of fell off. Well, no, she's petty, so I still I enjoy her presence, but I don't enjoy her. All right, so here's my favorite line from this episode. It should be obvious why, but uh, yeah, here we go. Said by Agent Blake. Bugged the cactus on your desk, and Angela Abar, sorry, Sister Knight was just asking about some pills. You bugged my cactus. Well, don't take it personally. I'm FBI. We bug shit. <laughs> hey, so I'm that. FBI. We bug shit. Booyakasha. I don't know what your favorite line is. You still haven't gotten yourself together, but that I was mine. I knew no. that from the moment I heard it, that it was my favorite line. Might just leave yours blank today, just like your face is right now over the fact that <laughs> the FBI just bug people sometimes. I mean, do you want me to bring Spooks. up Looking Glass again? <laughs> you can bring up Looking Glass Aren't because Looking tired? Glass can redeem himself next week. Uh, you know who can redeem himself? Redeem himself? Do you know who can redeem himself? Keen. Keen. To protect her children? Keen can we redeem himself. We don't know what planning, maybe. We don't know. Whatever. Keen can protect. <laughs> Keen just said Sister Nike could die. You know who didn't say Sister Nike could die? Looking glass. So I feel like that means... I mean, means you're trying to defend this decision, but I don't know. It's not working. I'm not trying to defend this decision. I'm just trying to say that if one of us fucked up more, it was probably you off the fact that <sighs> you thought Keen was going to have a piece of decency. Debatable. And Duh, Keen has debatable. no decency. Looking glass, looking glass at least has a piece of decency because he was able to keep a girlfriend and, you know help out where he could at times you know you're trying but anyways again people write in to let her yeah, know that keen is actually evil if you want keen to agree wants to with kill angela candace is just heard about looking glass being a bad person you really can reach out to us we all know she was standing keen at a like sister night pod on twitter two bad decisions Patriots won today too bad decisions. They needed to. Otherwise, they were about to be usurped by the Raven. So at least you have some good news. I don't want anyways. You can also email us at sisternightpod, right? At gmail.com. Light up our inboxes. We always enjoy it. We Who do they even play? A whack team, I'm sure. The Eagles, they're okay this year. Exactly. Okay. Let's see what happens when they play the Ravens again. I don't know. Anyways. anyways thank anyways. you for tuning in again. We will see you next week. Sister Night out. Bye. Bye.